Can everyone just say hello for me one more time? Hello. 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 Right then, and welcome to Craggle's Ten. That was everyone saying hello and introducing yourself there. So we've got good old Alpha Project, aka Danny Apocalypto, aka Apocalypsian, aka Greg, aka Greggles. Oh my god. And then we got good old Sideshow. Uh good old swifty aka kevin who was on the last one does he not get an aka say say, say hello I, d- I don't know so his actual name that's why he doesn't get an aka aka so 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 and then, last but not least, who has never been on the podcast today, the Great Dane, aka Dane, aka Dane. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, great. Okay, Dane, aka, the not actually, great. Right then. So today, what we're going to be trying to focus on is our first experience with uh, more than likely League of Legends, because all of us have played League. Other than good old Sideshow, who will just be focusing on, I believe, the MOBA brand? Well, anything that sort of resembles it. I've played... Any similar experience that you can draw on. And I've watched plenty of games, but... Oh, you've you've watched plenty of games, League. Probably on my stream, so they're probably not very accurate (laughs) representations. (laughs) A good image for it. (laughs) So, uh, Danny, do you want to let us know how, how your first game on League went? My first game was awful because I had never played any PC games ever before. And I know League's not like most PC games, but I went from straight consoles, so Xbox to PC. And I was trying to get used to moving with a mouse and not knowing the simple basics of typing in a chat by pressing enter. So yeah, it took me a very long time to get used to League. I hated every (laughs) moment of learning it. And I just thought it was terrible, but somewhat addictive because... It was something new compared to consoles. So, yeah, I just stuck to it after that. So, who was your first champion that you played? Um, I, I think I'm going to regret saying this out loud, but I think it was Master Yi. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that sums me up as a player. <laughs> so, was was you hooked on League from the get-go, or was it? Uh, I would say when I first started, I hated it, but then... Because I wanted to learn, like I knew I wasn't obviously getting the full concept aside watching the YouTube videos. And the, the YouTube videos of League looked really good and the concept of it sounded great. So I was hooked on the concept, even though I wasn't understanding it. So I, I was I was just kind of determined to understand how to actually play League more than I'm actually enjoying this at the moment when I first started. So what, what drew you in? Was it was it the, the art, the champions, the ability of other players? It was it was actually the massive team fights, honestly. Like when you see, uh, I watched a lot. I don't know why I was watching uh, the world's highlights. Don't know. They're the only league videos I could find back then. <laughs> and the huge five v five team fights looked really intense, really awesome. And I was like, yeah, I'm. I, I want to do some awesome team fights. And honestly, I think it was just that. Fair enough, um, Greg. Yourself. My first experience playing League, uh, pretty sure my first champion was uh, Garen, Oof. the the original spin to win. Um, yeah, I 
got approached by someone in my school who mentioned League of Legends to me um, at some point, and I kind of just kind of passed it off, like, all oh, right, yeah, yeah, it's another game. I'm playing, I'm playing other shit at the moment, like Gears and stuff. Again, console gaming. Um, and at the time, I think it was World of Warcraft that I was playing online. And it was, you know, a completely different jump. It was different, jump into a completely different genre. Never played anything like uh, League before. Um, but yeah, I was speaking to a couple of my friends on WoW about it. And they were like, oh yeah, we've, we've played League. We've played League all the time. I went, well, all right then. I guess it's not, you know, the worst thing in the world. Um, downloaded it, played it, got uh, through the tutorial and all that, got going. Got my ass handed to me repeatedly. <laughs> like, it was just something completely different. I did have... Um, uh, a Swedish guy that I was playing um, World of Warcraft with, he was quite good at it. Um, and he, you know, basically taught me through everything. Um, I started getting a hold of a couple of characters that I really liked the look of. Ude was one of them. You know, Did you say World of Warcraft? Like... Did you mean League of yeah. Legends? Oh, yeah. He, as in, <laughs> he, he played World of Warcraft. Is that yeah. Galilus? Taught me how to... No, no, it wasn't. It was someone else. Um, Swedish guy that I used to play with. Um yeah, and they basically just like walked me through it. I basically got a little more of an understanding that it's not just, you know, you don't just charge in and you try and kill the other person. It's a bit more tactical. You've got to do other things and just built built myself up to where I am today. Um, yeah, it's it was tricky when I was learning it. I, I was learning it in season one. Um, so the tutorial wasn't, you know, super well fleshed out. It was kind of really basic. But here we are, like 10 years later, smashing it. So what would you say dragged you into the game? Was it the colours, the fact that someone else was playing it that you knew that was like, oh, I'll come and have a go? Or I liked how each it, you could play each individual character and they were very unique. Especially at that time, they were very like they still felt very unique. Um each had their own ups and downs and you know, you had your big dudes in full armour like Garen just going around swinging stuff around. You had these really interesting mages like Malzahar and Brand at the time. You could throw elemental fire at people or you could summon stuff from the void and little minions to help you. And then you've got the different types of rangers. You can shoot a bow. You could fire a gun. You could use a shotgun, all sorts. And it was just that weird mix of just smashing everything together. Monsters, half monsters, people, guns, swords, bows, everything it was i thought it was a really interesting mix and you know obviously pushing the objective pushing the towers it just threw a lot of things at you that just together worked and it was does I it, thought it was really interesting does it fill into your fantasy element of games that you enjoy mass massively enjoy fantasy yeah that's my that's my chief genre um the fact that you could you know <laughs> the fact you could play this giant like towering seven foot dude in full like play armor spinning a sword and just like punching a small six-year-old girl in the face who's holding a teddy bear it's pretty fucking weird so it's more weird. so it's more about punching children than actually more the game about, for you more about punching children to a pulp executing children whilst they cling to their stuffed animals for comfort than anything else realistically that's my that's my genre of game murdering and children rolls. well we yeah. know who the psychopath's gonna so, be <laughs> yes sideshow god so see for for me it's it's very funny because obviously like you you just said a friend got you into the game that was originally so playing it <laughs> uh kid would do that to uh, well this Greg. is this is this is what this is what i'm getting onto. so what kind of horrible danny, bastard would introduce someone to league of legends so so danny did you find it on your own 
Uh, no, one of my friends actually. So, uh, so you got introduced. Planet. So you got introduced yeah. by a friend as well. So everyone so far has got a hundred percent referral rate friend at, referral at rate. this point. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin, do you want to let us know where you got into the league? So, I think my. Um, I'm pretty sure you invited me to the game. Thing. <laughs> 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 it's like a freaky League of Legends circle oh. jerk. So, I remember first playing, and I think we used to. All the characters, if I remember correctly, there's quite like blocky and shit. Like, mm-hmm. the graphics mm-hmm. used to be dreadful back then. I remember, um, I think Jax used to be really popular. I think that's who you used to play. Well, like, like back then, Craig. Yep. Um, I think the one thing that freaking drove me to it really was the fact that yeah, he's very competitive. And I saw a video once of Cassidy, and you could barely make out that he was Cassidy. Was Cassidy. When I first like started playing the game, so many of the champions all looked the fucking same. Every <laughs> champion looked the same. There's like big blobs of blobs of um, color. Purple and blue. Yeah. And red. Yeah. But um, Cassidy was really cool, and that's one guy I started trying to get into. But I think by the time I got enough um, gold to buy him. Or LP, I think it was back then. Um, he was nerfed, but I didn't realise that he was nerfed because I didn't pay much attention to the uh, patch notes. And I kept being smashed and wondering why. <laughs> so only like a month later, when I read, read the pat, um, patch notes, I realised that he's um, he's actually quite terrible now. But yeah, that's um, my first. Because I, I always remember when, because um, we was in university, weren't we? It was when you were living in the flat um, in Warsaw, was it? And yeah, yeah. Um, you was always on in college, and you was always looking at StarCraft patch notes and stuff, weren't you? Oh, because I sort of played StarCraft yeah. before, then, didn't I? And I was like, oh, why don't you, why don't you come play League with me? Like, I've um, been playing it for about six months now, this and that. And you was like, no, no, Craig, no, I don't want another game that I need to put my entire life into. No, <laughs> no, bad Craig. And then I always remember I came into your flat uh, the one day, and uh, you were playing StarCraft, and I was like, oh, no, Kev. Kev, you can't, you can't be playing this. We need to play League. I don't play StarCraft. And you're like, I don't know StarCraft. I was like, no, because I don't want another game that I'm going to send over. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember like just before we went, I, uh, I got you to install it on your computer. And then we went off to university, drove up, drove home, and I got a text from you going, oh, Craig, so, uh, do you want to come and try this League? Then I'm up for it. And I'll never forget, I played Jack's top and you played Darius and we played a duo top lane. <laughs> <laughs> back when people didn't know what the hell jungle was yeah and, yeah yeah and from that one from that one game kev was hooked literally ever since i mean we can approximately go back to when kev started playing from just looking at the year after his first game attack because <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what was it 20 2016 he started probably maybe a little bit, bit it would have been that, before but... you, did, you did have an account before that didn't you yeah but it was, um, I think it's a competitive aspect of it. That's really, uh, really good. It's kind of like a bit like StarCraft that I played before, but there you're a lot more, you know, if you mess up, it's, it's all your fault. Whereas mm. on League, I notice you can blame your, your, um, your teammates a lot more, which makes it a lot more easy to stomach. <laughs> so <laughs> you can blame your teammates a lot more. Yep, I agree with so, that. So, so <laughs> other than me forcibly installing League on your PC, what <laughs> what would you say is the reason that you stuck to League? Uh, was it the oh, graphics or the graphics were pretty good back then? But um, I'd say maybe the uh, maybe the competitive aspect because and also having the ability to play with friends because like when I played StarCraft two and whatnot, it was all the one v one for the most part or two v twos. But I could never play with like five people at the same time, and um, we could all get into a game. And I think that mixed with the competitive element that's that's one of the the main goals for me. I suppose you'd need five friends, though, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah, but like you can gather them, can't you? <laughs> Just find them. Pretty big right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
don't know any of them. Uh... <laughs> but you know, I've got an extra space in my game for my 5v5 flex. Oh, God. There you go. Speaking of which, are we going to play Clash later? Oh, yeah, it's hard today, isn't it? Was it out yesterday? Uh, yeah, we, we missed it. Uh, so, yeah, maybe. Yeah, we can always play some Clash later on. We'll uh, get the team going towards the end of this podcast. <laughs> um, oh, actually, no, it's not on. Never mind. Uh, completely off topic. So, uh, Dane, <laughs> what what yeah. was what was your earliest memory <laughs> of League, and what made you stay uh, on League? Okay. Well, you asked me <laughs> to play it. Um, yeah. Um, and I just remember, I remember starting the tutorial. You got me on the tutorial, and played as Ash. Mm-hmm. It was about five years ago now. Weird saying that. Um, I had an afro. <laughs> um, but yeah, started playing that and played against the bots, gone through the whole tutorial. But my earliest memory really is uh, it was playing Rise, but then I changed to Warwick. And then. Sorry, we, sorry who? We tr- Warwick. Warwick. Who the hell is Warwick? Warwick. 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 Oh, Warwick. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought Warwick. he was talking about Exorath. Anyway, Warwick, right? Played, played as Warwick, and we tried practicing like jungle, and it just never worked. (laughs) It just, just didn't work. And then spent like uh, my relationship with with League is on and off, (laughs) always has been. So I don't think it's because I've ever got that frustrated at the game. It's just that I've never stuck at it long enough to to get really good at it or with several champions at least but we we had a look at blitzcrank and that's <laughs> when like <laughs> i'd say i fade my foot in, but I, I got i done i done all right with him i done all right like it's the best i've played with those characters <laughs> and you always put my best clips on your youtube so so do you join um, join to share your story of your blitzcrank kill uh uh I don't, I don't even remember the dude. I don't even remember Yasuo. the champion. Um, <laughs> Yasuo. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so I was, I was basically up. I think, I think was it just Yasuo? Yeah, it was your second was. game on league ever. Oh okay. Oh okay. Yeah. So I was up against Yasuo, and I was pretty. Much, I was just, I was just battering him. I was just, try, I was trying really hard to, um, to claw him up. Um, stayed in the bushes, and then Craig was having a go at me, basically saying, "Now there's there's no chance Yasuo's coming after you." And I was just running away. Then I was running back, back to the uh, the start, and um, <laughs> Craig didn't want me to come back. I just kept pushing back, pushing back, pushing back, and then I I had to go at him one more time. I was like, "Ah, oh, screw this!" Ended up using my abilities and just and just killed him. Yeah, it was. That's, uh... that's prob- it was one of the funniest things ever, and I'll have to find the video on my YouTube channel going back yeah. to, to share to you all. But it was honestly, <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. It was yeah. because this Yasuo had was like obviously it was when level 30 was the max level at this point, masteries weren't even in the game. So the only information we had on this Yasuo was he was a level 30 and played Yasuo, and then to get mm. done over by a level two, um by a level four blitzcrank on his second game in in normals was just absolutely priceless. It was the best thing ever. 
So uh, obviously, uh, obviously, I didn't know what I was doing. But... <laughs> so did you? Uh, would you ever go back to league, or are you completely done with league now? I don't. I don't. Like I said, it's a lo- it's a love hate relationship. So I'll pick it up. It's still free, isn't it? So yeah. <laughs> so, for now. So what? Yeah, it's yeah, free. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I might, I might pick it up again. So maybe. what? What made you leave league? We'll go down the opposite route. I think I just never, I never played it enough to get used to the characters, or I've never been particularly good at, at any competitive games. So you didn't make it. To, you didn't. You <laughs> like, didn't make it to competitive. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like I didn't. I guess I didn't play it enough. But I think I think part of it is also the how long the games are. I understand, and it's really engaging, and I think that's what pulls me towards it every time because. Every time you do you do play it, you do feel like you you're part of a team, especially if you're in um maybe you know, a full squad with your mm. mates. Yeah. yeah. I guess if you're you not having people screaming at each other. Yeah. If you get into a five <laughs> <Greg>. um, <laughs> feeding pieces. <laughs> um anyway, yeah, the the definitely the, the aspect of getting into a decent like group yeah. of five and just steamrolling some stuff or just trying some stupid shit occasionally it's pretty good um but that does bring me on to what made you leave league of legends craig leave league of legends remember remember that time that you 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 uninstalled it i've uninstalled league of legends so many times (laughs) before i put money onto my account <laughs> as soon as that yeah. first rope points got brought, that was it. As soon as I was it that stayed first, on. like five or ten of that you um, put on, you're just like, oh shit, what have I done? But but yeah, for for me it was um we had a, a deep conversation while playing on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, Xbox. The annual oh, the annual mention of FIFA on this episode. Uh, while playing FIFA and I always remember Greg being super proud about being in silver. Saying he was in the top 20, 80%, 20%, something like, of the at, world. At the time, Silver was top 20 It was, top 20%. it was, uh, Braum hadn't even come out. This is how long ago it was. Um, <laughs> and I was sat there, I was like, I, d- I don't know, it's not really my type of game. And then Greg was like, oh, just, just come and try it. Um, Ad, who's not here today for some reason, no idea why. Um, he was also in the party and he was like, yeah, yeah come, come play with us, come play it. So, they enticed me into the game by saying you could play as archers um, because anything with a bow tends to just be what I gravitate towards um, so I was like yeah send I'll come on well, and play a tutorial uh, skip the tutorial because I'm not a tutorial person on the face of this earth if you think I'm going to waste 30 minutes sitting there learning how to left click and right click that is not me <laughs> it's not happening um, then got into a game and Greg recommended Teemo uh, oh no! Yep. Listen, someone got to get into the game somehow. Sometimes you got to sell your soul. Some someone who didn't have a bow, which was already negative one point. Mm-hmm. Um, we went on bot lane. Greg got loads of kills. I got loads of deaths. <laughs> uh, like I'm talking, a shit. It was over twenty because I just mm-hmm. didn't understand. I didn't know that you had to hit minions. I didn't know Terra's shot yet because I skipped the tutorial. Um, and I was just running at them. I was like, you know, those casual bots that run past the minions and just start slapping you in the face. That was that was me on my first few games of League. Well, actually my first game. Then after that first game, swiftly went to the top right-hand corner, clicked on that cog, 
scrolled all the way down and clicked on install. <laughs> um, <laughs> then screenshotted it, sent it to Greg as a Facebook post, and went, leave me alone, I'm never playing any game with you again. Um, for inviting me to this trash, over-the-head, <laughs> birds-eye-view, crappy game that I want nothing to do with. Then about a month later, I downloaded it again. <laughs> Played two games. Still hated the camera on it. Uninstalled it again. You really couldn't get a hold of that camera thing. No, you hated didn't. that weird, like, over-the-shoulder, but, like, top-down, yeah. weird angle that it's got going on it. Was not a fan. Um... Mm. Because obviously, I think I expected um, sort of like Smite when I first started playing. I didn't expect it to be a bird's eye view. I expected it to be like an over the top, um, like a over the shoulder third person sort of Smite sort of gameplay. Um, but don't get me wrong, as as time's gone on over say five or, five or six months of just hating this game but putting in the time because everyone else was playing it, um, that's where it sort of all came together for me and now, you know, I'm arguably the best player in this Discord. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is, really. Is kind of, there's quite a lot of um, compa- competitive aspect. And, like, and also, you get, like, you have teams of five first each other, but you'll have one guy sometimes. Like, it's like an absolute monster. You're like, shit, I want to be that guy. Do you hmm. know what I mean? And it's not like, even though it's a 5v5 and other people have obviously contributed a lot towards the team fights and the objectives and whatnot, you see these odd few players that are just fucking dominating at the game. Because I am... Um, when I first started playing, I remember one point when Greg was playing Sonala, and um, I just remember him just slaughtering the whole fucking team, and he was following them down the rivers and shit, he was smacking them, battering them, and they was all just fucking dying. I was like, what? Can you even do that? Like, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that, like, one player could have such a massive impact on the game, and, like, it made me see that, do you know what, it's not just, um, if you play really well with one champion or kind of master one champion, you can actually dominate the game. And it's can- a lot. It's a lot less common for that to happen now, I think, for just one champion to just outright dominate a whole game because I just don't think there are that many that can literally just, like, 1v5. Vayne was, like, the original Mm. with her true damage, like, maximum health shred. So every three hits, she was guaranteed taking off 15% of your health, not to mention the auto attack damage and all that stuff. Um, and she was like the classic 1v5. You'd see videos of it constantly, of veins just tumbling around, invisible for most of the fight, just killing people and then just absolutely popping off. Absolutely. We'll, um, we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute right after we pick up with good old side who has never touched a game of league in his life. Who is, abs- who is absolutely surrounded by referral clients for Riot mm. in this uh, podcast. So, do you think, Side, um, you'll ever touch League? And what other type of MOBAs have you played? Or what do you think from League videos that you've seen? I probably won't ever touch it, to be honest. Smart. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> the right, right answer. <laughs> Very smart. Mm-hmm. From videos I've seen from games have played on the rip-off sort of version of um, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, it's not my style of game that I enjoy. Um, sit, try to get yourself around the map, trying to organise, making sure you're keeping your lane clear or trying to make sure so if someone had the lanes going badly that you're in a position to go over and help them clear their lane or it's 
it's tactical, but just ha you have to rely like a bit on your teammates in those moments, and it just never clicks for me those sorts of games. You you want to be like the like like a shooter where you can decide the game. It's it's up to your ability, and if your ability is lacking, then you lose the game. Those are the sort yeah. of games you prefer rather than the entirety of the team needing to be good for you to win. Yeah, that's probably comes from playing so many hours of um, Counter-Strike and Counter-Strike Source. You can control... You, you could be the only player on the team and still win the entire thing. It doesn't really... It's not that sort of game where numbers are always meaningful. It's just how skillful you are. But in League of Legends, you can't cover. You can't be one person who covers all the lanes. In Hero of the Storm, you can't be one person who manages to cover every lane and make sure everything's going forward. All you can do is try to try and move everything forward. Do it, completing small objectives. In Hero of the Storm, they had like you'd do little mini fights, and uh, it would um, you'd get some temporary allies on your team to help push a section of it. I'm not sure if they have that in League. Uh, it's it's a little minions, or um, when you push through, you get um the inhibitor, which then you get bigger minions that'll push you through. But obviously, what you're saying fits in really well with what we were just discussing. We've obviously Greg saying that he doesn't feel like the aspect of the game now where you can one v five. Um, what about you, Danny? Do you think you can? It's it's a possibility to carry from. Um, I. I... I agree with what Greg said. There used to be a lot more potential to 1v5. Now there's only a very select few champions, which has the potential, but even now it's still a lot harder. You have to get a lot more kills, a lot more. You just basically have to be well better than pretty much everyone in your game. So I don't think it's really possible unless you get a really lucky game and you first bad players, or obviously you actually are higher rank on a lower leveled account. Or if you get hyper-fed um, early and they just don't really have a way of, they just haven't figured out how to beat you back until it's yeah. too late yeah but I, I don't know if i uh prefer the 1v5 because then that gives smurfs a lot of leeway and if you get into a game with a smurf everyone knows they hate it and it's just you, you just can't do anything it makes the game really fun so i like i like the idea of being able to do a lot more as a single player but i don't like the whole aspect of one person should be able to carry an entire game yeah, you don't really get all anymore. You don't really get doing all of the work. You can still do most of the work. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, a well-placed brand ultimate in like the middle of a bunch of people is going to you know, absolutely yeah. decimate a team, but it's not going to kill them outright. Yeah. You still do need to rely on like you know the follow-up Malphite ult to knock them up so they don't just pummel you to death and all that stuff. So, But you can still do most. Uh, well, even then, does doing the damage count as most of the work? Because, yeah, I mean they have 100% health and you want to get them to 0% health but how are you going to be able to do that if they're constantly moving around and dodging and doing all sorts so that's why so you can do a lot more than just damage and like killing people to be like the carry of the game as well well that, yeah. that's the thing isn't it if you've got a say say for example a scion if you build a scion full tank um mm. you Put your say I don't know zero zero but thirty assists. All yeah. of, all of your kills are spread out across the rest of your team equal. The other team are on an equal playing field. You barrel in with your ultimate, hit three people. Your team's already there. You then knock up three people. 
your team's then going to be doing not crazy amounts of damage because they're not fed, but they're going to whittle them down enough while damage. you're there, and then you're going to hit your Q. Say you hit the yeah. same three people. It's you're free damage not... because they can't react. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You're, that... you're not doing the damage, but yeah. your team has you're enough time. The opportunity to do the damage for you. So, Kev Kev, would you say that it's more about um, the player, the champion, the opposing team that would allow for this 1v5 carry? I think it's kind of like a combination between, but like just because you get all the kills on a team doesn't necessarily mean you're the carry because as I said, as you mentioned, then you could be like a Scion, for instance, that's doing a shit ton of damage um, and CC to your opponents and then your team's then getting all the kills because of it. That in itself is carrying, but you won't get the same um, acknowledgement that you would get if you was like a Katarina mid get with your 25 kills and five <laughs> deaths at the end, do you know what I mean? And that's what we were running um, about earlier, wasn't it? Same with supports, I guess. You'll have a support that does quite a lot. Uh, I think some supports that do a lot, but really don't really do much at all. But but sometimes they can do. Um, and they can like pretty much carry the game themselves. But then you won't, they won't really be acknowledged towards the end. Do you know what I mean? Like, a bit like GG uh, Echo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? I so think you, you can it, carry, but you... less so. Not always just in kills, but just by being a really good farmer top lane, for instance, or whatever lane you're playing. And using what your your champion's good at, whether that be the CC aspect, the tankiness, whether that be the damage, um, whatever that may be. So if you want to share that game that we had earlier, Kev, where you got all the recognition and I got absolutely nothing, although <laughs> you fed at the yeah. beginning. That's what one point. Like we had a we had a game, I think we had I think I was the only assassin with Echo. Um I was zero and four at one point, I think, in mm -hmm. the game. I had like four assists but um no kills and then um and then later <laughs> on in the game um, I started, I kept killing the ADC because he was really fed. And towards the end of the game, the ADC was like, "What did he say now, Craig?" Like, he says, uh, "GG, Echo carry." Yeah, yeah. So that like, that was a time in which Echo was good because he's assassin to kill the ADC. But then, um, at the same time, without the the early ganks and whatnot, the jungle that wouldn't have happened. Me. Yeah, and the top that was really good as well. So, like I said, it's a, it's a it's a don't you take this from me, Kevin. It was all me. <laughs> top did nothing. Yeah, it, like I said, everyone can everyone has a, a time to carry. Some people can just carry really fucking hard. If that's if you're doing your you're farming well, you're getting a few kills in lane, um, you can dominate. But like like I said, not necessarily in, in just kills. So, would you say then? Because obviously you mentioned farming. So, would you say a stronger carry would be someone who doesn't miss? any CS uh, for the first 20 minutes or someone who gets loads of kills and puts the pressure around the map because obviously if you're getting loads of kills you're putting pressure on different lanes which is making them think oh this 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 guy's this guy's good this guy's gonna absolutely dominate us he's come here once he's come me once compared to if you're a farming say ADC move up to mid that they're, they're not really gonna recognize your presence on the map if you're just a farmer yeah, it's like, uh, what's how does it work out now? Come the figures, 20, but it's 20 minions to one kill. Yeah, so with that in mind, like having those that farm can definitely put you ahead. Um, and I think it's that kind of sweet middle ground in between getting kills and and just and, and sometimes even trading kills. Like there's some champions you can play like uh, mid or top that you literally cannot beat the opponent unless you go all out really quickly. Um, and for those instances, and win tra trading 
kills at the start and, and sacrificing a bit of farm could be a good thing because maybe you'd get that bit of armor to survive in lane a bit longer. So, mm. so it's a question of the ages, isn't it? Farm or kills? Yeah, both. Um, it's always you can always get farm for the most part, but you can't always get kills. So I think it's always safe mm. to edge towards farm. It's a good, it's a good, good, uh, good analysis. <laughs> can't always kill, but you can always kill a minion. Yep. So uh, unless it's a cannon. <laughs> will always be there They're for tough. you. So, so uh, outsider from um, league, really. What is your guy for you guys? What is your strategy? Is it are you the person who tries to get the minions killed? So you trying to control the enemy? What is your sort of strategy? What, what are our main roles? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Well, big well, question from well. a guy that doesn't play League. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good one, that. I know, um, games like this, there is a lot of strategy involved. Of mm. When you pick your character, you're picking it to try and accomplish something. With the rest of the team, I've picked other characters, and you're trying to sort of come up with... You're trying to come up with a strategy that you think can help the rest of the team. Well, that, that, that would I'm... be a really good shape if we didn't have people like Danny who called herself Predator Akali and only picked one champion. Or, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, then he's an assassin, then, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, like he's... Yeah. You know, the, we could have four assassins, but because Danny's name's got Akali in it, we need to have Predator Akali on our team. <laughs> I would say that I'm kind of stuck in my ways with, like, traditional roles of the game. For, for, for like, six or seven seasons, it was pretty much... Top lane was where you would have the tank or the fighter, big chunky unit that would just do damage bit by bit and just be able to absorb a lot of punishment. You had mid where the mage would be throwing out crowd control and large amounts of damage, but very vulnerable. Um, on bot lane, you'd have your um, ranged attacker, the AD carry, usually someone... Um, uh, who has you know a lot of a lot of auto attack damage, so they don't have to rely on um, their abilities as much, and they would keep their distance and just start smashing people in the face with repeat repeatedly high damage, and then they would be backed up by a support who would specifically be there to keep them as safe as possible and to get them as much kills as possible. And then you'd have a jungler who would generally be again another like tanky fighter who would pop out um, and just start you know smashing people, doing a bit of CC so that the other lanes could get kills. I play top and support as my main roles, but I see myself as a bit of a traditionalist, aka stuck in the old ways of playing tanky fighters on top lane and supports on bot lane. Um, not mages, because Jesus Christ, that winds me up so much. Having a support that does more damage than the AD carry is like an actual mm. nightmare for me it just winds me up the only person that i come close to doing that with is zillion but he's still really useful as a support so but, uh, yeah so danny what do you what, what's your traditional go-to gonna have to say the assassin <laughs> i think that's never <laughs> never would have guessed i think it's like like i may be wrong here but i think an assassin single-handedly can win a team fight by just popping the fed one in a team and getting out within a second like a team fight instantly becomes a 4v5 if you have a good assassin on your team like yeah. instant if you take odds. out their back line the person who's doing 
like the most damage, or even just the person who's like keeping most of them alive, and they just go, yeah. so blink out of like existence, gone. Like it doesn't matter even if you zero and six, an assassin can take out an AD carry or support in the late game, and instantly the fight becomes a five v four, and the odds are in your favor. And that's because the game is balanced, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the game is balanced, balanced game. Well, you so, say that, but yeah. I, I believe you could have the same reasoning with the tank. If you run at the fed one and they can't kill you because you got that much armor and you just, you know, you're taking their fed one out of the game as well. And then the rest of the team have got to turn round to try and stop you from getting on them, which would allow like the rest of your team yeah. to come up behind. So if you're disruptive enough. I mean, if you're using your abilities properly, but that's that's about using your abilities properly and just generally building the right items in the right order. Well, it's, a, it's a bit the same is, with, with an it, assassin. With the problem I see with assassins, though, is the fact that lethality is so effective, no matter yeah. what, that yeah. you don't really have to be that good. Like you could get Zed, for example, or uh, uh, yeah, let's just say Zed. Like when he was in his prime, of just building a couple of lethality items, even if he went behind, the AD carry traditionally doesn't build any defensive items until late game. So that's about thirty minutes into the game. This underfed piece of crap Zed who's been feeding his ass off, getting getting killed all game. Say he's 0-6. Nothing on him. It's just been farming a bit. Finally gets his Dusk Blade and his Yomus. He can one-shot that AD carry no matter what. Even if he misses half of his abilities, that AD carry's dead. If it's one versus one. Sometimes so even if it's two versus one, if the support is there as well, that Zed can get in and kill that AD carry before the support can really react. Because it all happens so quickly, and it's all just because of his these these crappy items that he's got, and he's got less items than the AD carry, but the AD carry just dies anyway. But again, it's, not, it's but so ag- overtuned. But again, no, that comes into more champion than player, which is earlier what I yeah. said to Kev. Um, do you think or it's champion, champions or player or scaling with a specific build, and then it's just so, like, it's just stupid. But then that is a stupid idea, putting so but, much of it in the game. But then you've got the opposite scale of things where Kevin comes in, where Kev used to be an absolute meta slave. Why well, he isn't now? Well, <laughs> uh, less so. He's a lot less so now. So Kev, Kev, do you want to tell us about your meta slave days when you actually climbed out of silver? What was it? Jax and Jax. Uh, it was Jin Jehel. Oh, Jin Zhao. Jin Zhao. Butchering that pronunciation. I'm pretty sure I looked at it at some point and it told me it was it was like Sin Shao or something like that. But yeah. Yeah, I think it was just like learning that like certain champ, um, learning just one or two champs and just like going with them. Um, I know just by playing lots of different random champions all the time, you can't really climb. It's really difficult to at least. Um, only by like using um lots of different cha- um, one single champion can you kind of really start carrying games or at least doing what you need to be doing because there's so many different matchups you can have one champion and you can have like how many champions are in the league at the moment 138 maybe so there's a lot you're not going to face all some of them what you aren't going to be facing but like a lot of them you can potentially be facing and you know you can go through 100 games and that's a lot of fucking games and face different champions and then you'll play someone once but you need to be playing the same kind of against the same kind of champions multiple times to kind of know what works and what doesn't so i just found using the same champion over and over was a a way an easy way for me to climb up but you used to what i'm saying is when when you first started climbing loads you'd you'd result back to the tier list a lot wouldn't you so you would see which champions are at the top uh, and then you'd try and work around those ones more than the lower tier champions 
Yeah, tier champions were like a good little starting point to kind of get a bit of a, a gorge in the game. I can't remember, was it nerf please or something? The website uh, nerf, nerf please, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that, that kind of gave you a good indication of where the, the power laid in some of the champions because um, I think back then we didn't know what was the greatest in different kind of roles, mm -hmm. so then it was quite good as a nice little indication of what works where and what is seen as being the, the best in different positions. Um, that's not to say them them can always win, but it just means that based upon their their stats or their numbers or their skills, they are pretty good there. So that was definitely a good a good way to kind of decide what you wanted to play. So do you think it's better to follow the tier list or just pick a champion that you want to play and try and drive it home with that? What what do you think would be the more? I think tier lists change quite a lot, which is a problem because because they change so often. I'll just try and choose something that's relatively high up there. It doesn't need to be the best, but then something that's quite good. And then just go from there and then just um, keep playing that one champion because anything that's too overpowered is always going to get nerfed at some point. So it's mm -hmm. um, not always going to, you're not always going to be benefiting by playing the, the most overpowered champion at that point in time. So Rest in peace, Akali. All the Akali. So keeping it on the overpowered sort of champion thing so obviously you know you know you don't play league of legends um but say if you swift it around to say overwatch is there anyone in overwatch you could potentially 1v5 with hmm no no so how come, <laughs> it's not so, really that well so there's no champion that you can you get the drop with the ult with reaper you, when you used to do that but no but no no i've got to ask those side following that with you saying no you said you didn't play league because you didn't like the aspect of not being able to carry but yet you're a vivid overwatch player the thing is uh, just Oof. like it's because it's a first person shooter that it probably let, uh, it gets over gets me over the hump of how playing it it's probably the mm. partly the visual of league just probably uh, probably uh, makes it harder for me but yeah. overwatch i because I played a lot of first-person shooters, it's an easy get-in. It's just another first-person shooter to at some at some level. Yeah. There are like in League, there are moments when you can take out an entire team by yourself, but you're not really doing it by yourself because the other the rest of your team is either taking the attention away from you, controlling them, or set something up with one of their ults for you to actually just finish everyone off there is no sort of moment where you just go around kill everyone and go and go well i don't need the rest of my team i can complete this on my own uh there is in some cases like a 30 yeah. and 0 master yi with a rage blade a blood razor a death stance mm -hmm. a bloodthirster um he could potentially do it. i mean it would rely heavily on hitting those alpha strokes like an absolute pro to dodge everything that comes in but it, it can can be done um Twitch jungle when you're 29 and 0 at 15 minutes so that's it <laughs> but the thing is when you're at that level of you can pull off those sorts of maneuvers you're going to be on a team with other players that can potentially do something big at any moment as well mm-hmm you as one person in the league, you can't cover all three lanes. It's just not possible. But you can win one lane hard enough to bring them all back to that one lane. <laughs> yeah, which is the same thing with um, Overwatch. You can win a moment hard enough to sort of have them reset so they have to try again. Mm -hmm. There is no sort of, I can hold these off people off forever by myself. There's just not many games you can do that in. 
so uh dane what games do you play that could spike Oof. up into <laughs> into this conversation of overpowered characters oh i got no clue <laughs> Dude, uh, so certain, be on fifa a certain skin on fortnite maybe that gives you some <laughs> gives you some yeah, building I powers played fortnite that much recently so what what games have you been on recently that could? Oh God, COD. That's about it, really. Um, so what what weapon on COD would uh, you say is broken the... on COD? If it you're if you're in a game broken. of if you're in a game of Warzone, what weapon would you uh, want to drop in in your loadout? Personally, crate? personally, I wouldn't say overpowered, but underpowered really is the scar. I would say. Oh, an underpowered. Like, yeah, yeah. I really don't think it's. That easy of a weapon to use, especially when you're starting out, at least. But it's just, yeah, like the recoil on it is huge too. You have to spend half your attachments just reducing that. Fair enough. So we're going to say the M4s overpowered and the Scars underpowered, and every weapon in Gulag sucks. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Yeah, because <laughs> Gulag. Yeah. Gulag, no one ever wins in Gulag. I, I would argue though. I myth. would argue though that the um. I think it's what pistol is it now? The M16, I think. M16. Um, that's not a pistol, is it? No, that's oh, a, I'm trying to, it's a machine gun. Trying to think of the, trying to think of the pistol now. M9. Um, it could be the M9. M22. But some some of the pistol some of the pistols on that game, are insane when you've got full attachments on them. Honestly, and if you have the um the lightweight trigger as well, it's. I would argue it's better than most primary weapons. I need to play more. You've been playing Warzone then? Is that what that's from? Um, no, just a lot of multiplayer. On the um, latest card. Yeah, yeah. No. I need to. I need to play some more Warzone. Seems pretty fun. But uh, we're not going off topic too much around Warzone, so we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll try and yeah. swing it back around Bring to. It back. Uh, so, Danny, name one time when you've carried hard and what champion was you using and why do you feel like you carried that game? Oh, let's let's bring it back to old Akali because uh, by <laughs> any chance, if anyone in Riot's team is uh, ever going to listen to this, please bring her back because she was amazing. But yeah, I remember there was a small time where they buffed a few tank items and you could take Akali top, go Gunblade, and then straight into tank. <laughs> 20 minutes you could still one shot an adc and be a full tank it was incredible i remember i used to get about 25 kills plus every single game without a doubt because you couldn't die you could one shot the back line and escape with the w it was an amazing time older carla definitely is my yeah that's that's, that's, that's where balancing messes up with riot yeah like that's uh... definitely because <laughs> assassins are not supposed to be able to build tank items mm. and still one shot that was definitely not supposed to be in the game but that was, yeah, I loved it, I have to admit. And that was when Scumbag was like, you changed the name to Akali and <laughs> ran the riot on ranked games. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is going to be my main. <laughs> Got to my highest level. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is going good. So, go, 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 what would you say yours is? My what? Really? 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 You're on a what? podcast and not listening? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. No, um, I think... <laughs> I think I mean it's still got to be Zillion, doesn't it? Your hardest, your hardest carry, you'd say, is on yeah. Zillion. I think so. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like the most consistent champion that I get, like S S plus on and stuff like that. Uh, those like triple bombs and stuff like that. 
Uh, I might not be doing the most damage in the team. I might not be doing, you know, I might not be doing the most, like, all the time. But when it comes to those clutch moments, I still think when, I, when I'm playing a really good game, a zillion, um, yeah, hitting those clutch bombs, hitting them fast enough, getting the right targets, making sure I'm resurrecting people. What would you, what'd, what'd you say about Zillion is what makes him your carry because his, his play rate is so low. God, yeah. And then um, for you to say that he's your carry, just it doesn't add up in with what Riot's saying on these tier lists, with all the changes, with what yeah. other people are playing. The play percentage is just, it's non-existent. And yet you're sitting here going, nope, Zillion's my carry. He's, yeah. Like what I makes think... him a better support to you than other support? I think because, because of that, I'd, I'd say people don't really know how to play against him or what to expect from him because they don't really see him that often. Um, just the fact that you can bring someone back after you've spent your resources trying to kill them and take them out of the game for what, the next 40, 50, 60 seconds, something ridiculous when it gets to the late game, and you can just bring them back. So if someone gets caught out of position or if the enemy execute like a really good combo and they manage to take out one of your important people, you just putting your ultimate on them brings them back. You've used your ultimate to negate two, maybe even three enemy ultimates, big game-changing bloody abilities. Yeah, I think that at the right time on the right person is massive. Also, just <coughs> all through the game, just denying the enemy kills. A kill is a big thing. Puts someone out of lane, stops them from being able to farm, stops the threat gold. from being there. Just, you know, yeah, the, the gold, the experience, all of it. Um, and if they've then, you know, gone through it, they've used the last bit of their mana, for example, just to like try and finish someone off. A Kate ult, Caitlyn's ult, sniping someone, but you'd put your your ult on them, and they're back to life with more health than they started with. That's crazy. Yeah. And then just occasionally, if the enemy's just grouped up, coming out of the jungle to try and get you, maybe like coming out of the, trying to get to the dragon pit or coming out of the dragon pit, and you get a, a stun on two or three people, that's a stun that lasts about a second and a half. Doesn't seem long, but it's a lot of time. It's a lot of damage. The bomb, the second bomb's going to go off as well, and then you've got his slow as well. Yeah, his slow is the most powerful slow in the game. Lasts for about two and a half seconds, taking you down to ninety-nine percent of your movement speed, like all the way down. So you're on one percent of your original move speed. That's crazy strong. And then even his his passive's kind of weird, but it does help because, like you say. You, you said a level is worth about 480, 480 gold, gold. on average, isn't it? Yeah. All the way through. Zillion can give you the experience to level you up. It just gives you free experience yeah. as it builds up over so time. So 480 just, gold. Nuts. Yeah, 480 gold's worth of stats a little bit faster than you would normally. Like he just He's just a really interesting um, character. And I mean, the only reason I really started playing him was because I watched uh, Crazy Boris Productions animation on YouTube. Uh, of, uh, it, I, I think it's that. called Can't Kill Can't in the Zillion. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That's pretty and cool. I think that's why I started playing him and, and that's why I started maining him. And he got me out of silver last season. Sweet. Got me into gold. So, Kevin, if we can distract you from your game for five seconds. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there casually in a normal game. <laughs> just just feeding, just spectating this. Summoner's Rough Misfortune. I win 32. <laughs> So, uh, who would you say is your most your meta champion? Who can you carry hard within a one v five? 
Um, 1v5, I find it quite hard. I think um, I'll normally play the kind of the ones that I was mentioning earlier, one the ones that can kind of do lots of CC, or lots of tankiness, but less so um, less so shit tons of kills. Uh, Katarina, I've had quite a lot of success with doing like 1v5s, but she, I found her to be quite inconsistent to kind of continue to get those uh, those kills going, especially early game. Um, but I'll probably say Katarina is like a really good 1v9 kind of champ. Who would you? Who would you? So you'd say, yeah, So you'd say you'd prefer to pick the tanky over damage side of things. Yeah, at the moment, just because tanky ones seem a lot more consistent. Hmm. Well, um, I can play. You can play Katarina. You can get a really good lane. Manage to get a few kills, and you can just snowball from there, and then then one v nine. But with like a tanky top lane, you can farm up, get a clear in there, not get all the kills in the game, but have enough of an impact to change the game. It's funny you say that because I'm just looking at your recent Cho'Gath builds, who's predominantly a tank, and uh, yeah. not one of these have any tanky items on them. But it's like <laughs> I prefer the um, I prefer the old ones a little bit more. The ones that are a bit more tanky. I'm playing Cho, like Cho's an exception. Cho, I've got a look. Cho. I think it's just the nom nom nom, the the um, the ultimate I'm loving about it at the moment, and also for objectives, but. Um, I've been thinking about transitioning back to top because like I played Sion a lot and that got me to platinum at one point, but then yeah. I stopped playing him because I um, got a bit bored of him. Mm. But I, I do think they they those are the kind of better oh, ones yeah. to pick for Clyde. We've been definitely doing really well as Cho'Gaff and Jungle, haven't we? That's been working really well in the in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. Cho'Gaff's a good one, but like I said, you need like a good team, and I, I guess it kind of works with uh Trundle quite well. Mm. I think I think for me, I've got to say that the person who I feel most confident with uh going around the map and killing tons of people probably would have been um Hecarim. Um interesting. Definitely what, would have Hecarim been now or Hecarim, Hecarim when I played when I played Hecarim. Yeah. Um you could, you I, I haven't touched him, him. Much anywhere you wanted and you'd still be happy playing him. Yeah, I'd be you can terror dive if you're laying slightly ahead, so you just fly under the tower and knock him back into him. Um, Baron's objective wise, just fly straight up, straight over there, smite the thing. It's done. Easy, easy game. Um, but lately, I have been. I've got to say, I've been enjoying the trundle. But I think the only reason I'm enjoying trundle so much is because I came from playing ADC. So when you used to get one shotted all game, and then you can just run into the middle of five people and just start swinging a club around, <laughs> you know it's uh it gets it gets a lot more interesting, definitely. Um, and that's I think that's what Kev, Kev mate, is that you? Is that you playing with yourself or you seeing the game on league? <laughs> just instant mic me. <laughs> <laughs> they can hear me. Oh no! <laughs> oh god! Wow! Right. Um, you guys talk about the fact that usually it's, it sounds like DPS is the one that you gravitate towards of changing the hot of just getting rid, getting rid of everyone or taking control. You you seem to be focused more on the DPS, but it's like support and defensive characters can. Uh, do a similar thing or maybe not kill them but hold off the enemy long enough that it's the momentum changes yeah i think that's definitely something for the next podcast to try and figure out who what what people prefer on games in general a that's what we'll go down a dps route a damage route 
a support route and obviously that comes around to Greg's question of the week of what type of class do you gravitate towards um, do you like to be a support class do you like to be a, an elementalist and things like that I suppose on the next podcast we can definitely go down routes of what each person prefers to, to play on each on various games so I suppose it all depends on the game as well doesn't it because like I said I, I, I pretty much always gravitate towards an archer but then I know other people say for example Greg likes to be a tank, but then if we play a game where tanks are useless, you potentially won't play a tank. Will you, Greg? Tank boy. Like if, and that's that's the same sort of thing of it. It's like, um, you yeah. like you Zardani, you you change your name to Predator Akali. As soon as you, she became useless, you didn't stick it out and try and think, oh no, I'm gonna make her work. You were like, oh no, on to the next character. <laughs> if someone is if someone is legitimately like terrible, you can't make them work. Um, yeah, it's just too much just, time. If, yeah, but if you can just like if you found a way to make someone work that most people haven't, like when I was playing Zillion quite well, that's when you're like, right, I've got something here. He's not he's not bad as a champion. He's just not understood as a champion. So now I'm going to play him like this. I'm going to do this. Blah blah blah. Play him. Yeah, I'm just playing the right way. Sweet. So, all in all, side, can we convince you to come on league for a game? <laughs> That's what this whole thing was. Yeah, this no, this this is not a podcast. Still... This is just us convincing you to come and play on league yeah, for future podcasts. Two people's lives. He's like, let's just make it a third. <laughs> I like food. It's probably going to come up in every podcast. Of, Have you played league yet? Have you played? League? I'm it's gonna be, not going Have to. Have you played League of Legends yet? And how about FIFA? No, it's it's not. It's just not my style of game. It's it was no one's when we started. So <laughs> we'll start the next podcast. They'll be here and it'll be like, guys, I'm addicted. Yeah. How do I get off this yeah, thing? Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll just hear Kev like this, <laughs> and he'll be like, "What's that?" So I'm teaching Side to play. There's so bit. many games out there. There's there, there's enough that fit into sort of the genres I like playing. But I don't really need to add another genre to um, yeah. entertain myself. Well, that in, sounded like Kevin, didn't it? In a in about a month, though, do you think we're gonna? Do you think we'll still be on about League, or do you think we'll be on about New World? Um, I think you will. Somebody say talk, New World. Start talking about New World <laughs> and somehow New turn it into League, yep. and then turn League <laughs> into FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a plan. That is this. Right then, so it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, cheers, Dane and Side for being on. At, although, you know, absolutely nothing about League in general. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we'll try and get you back on, Dane, on one that's not League related. And yeah, of course. Um, maybe we'll get you on when Harry's next on and talk about Fortnite with him because, you, know, right. you know, we know you <laughs> like Fortnite. Um, but yeah, thanks, right. thanks for being basically a listener. <laughs> Yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> so, I've got I've got to listen back to this later. <laughs> yeah. Happy days. Um so yeah, cheers everyone for being a part of it. Cheers for being on and we shall catch you all next week. Adios. Bye bye.